welcome back to another exciting edition of Tip the Spear. And today we have with us, besides our friend and colleague Dave Stormeyer, fellow commissioner, we have Jason Emery, who's our chief information officer. So, Jason, I, yeah, th this is a new title that you have and a new office that we've created in the past couple of years. Maybe talk to us just a bit, a little bit about what you do and what the office of internal services does for Missoula County. Yeah, gladly. Thanks for having me here today. Uh, you know, we're usually the folks that are behind the scenes yeah. and <laughs> don't get a lot of uh, public attention, which is just fine. But um, so, yeah, it is a new position. It was actually kind of innovative on, on your part, really. Um, I, I certainly didn't come up with this. So I worked as a technology director, so the main IT guy at the county for a lot of years. And um, about a year and a half ago, the commission came up with this idea to Kind of consolidate the oversight of internal services um, so that that's really all those kind of internal most of those internal departments that support the outward facing you know groups here at the county providing services to our citizens so um, it's kind of a unique role it doesn't really exist a lot of other places i have to explain it a lot um, <laughs> which is fine um, so essentially what it comes down to is is i oversee i still oversee technology so i still act as a department head which is you know a little bit unique for some of the officers um so i, I do direct oversight of that group and that's five divisions um so that's you know kind of our core is folks gis so the property information system that everybody loves yeah. and, and rightfully so is in that telephone services um, applications and the record center so all the county records fall under that technology thing the things that you added were um, facilities, so facilities management, which actually worked really well because there was a lot of um, really good overlap between technology and facilities, a lot of shared duties there. Um, central services, so that's like the motor pool, the print shop, the mail room, um, all those kind of you know back office things, supplies, all those things that we do there. And then the, the project management group, which is just the department of one is part of that. His name <laughs> sure. is Josh as well. Um, so yeah, I kind of, um, I provide kind of that general oversight. Um, you know, I do have, you know, a lot of managers, so I certainly don't do it on my own, but that's kind of it in a nutshell, what, what that office is. So we're, again, at the end of the day, we're there to support everybody else's mission. Yeah. Kind of the nervous system of uh, exactly. Missoula County government. Yeah, yeah. So typically we've seen in the last 10, 20 years, technology changing quickly, and we, we respond to that. We saw that on kind of hyper overdrive here with COVID, where in a relatively super short order, you oversaw the transition of a, a large entity who works mostly in person to working mostly virtually. And then we had to stand up a testing center and a vaccine center. Talk about that a little bit and some lessons learned from that transition. Sure. Well, you know, I think one, it, it was crazy. I, I'll tell you that last April, so not 2021, yeah. but 2020, uh, March, April, it was crazy. I mean, we went from almost a thousand employees in the office to almost a thousand wanting to work from home in some manner or another and trying to keep those services going. Um, I think one thing, you know, that really helped was the county had made a lot of investments prior to that. You know, we didn't have to invent everything from scratch, would have, which would have been much more difficult. You know, um, even just trying to buy equipment was almost impossible because everybody in the world was trying to do the same thing. So, you know, I have to give kudos to county leadership, both this commission and previous commissions that really saw the value in spending that money. So we were able to leverage a lot of the stuff we were already doing, just beef it up a little bit more. Um, We'll admit there was a lot of 70 hour weeks, seven days a week with 
myself and some of my key team members just trying to um, you know, assess where people were at, process those requests, get equipment out. I mean, we were taking old broken equipment and combining parts into one working piece of equipment and um, just a lot of creativity. And I, and I have to give the credit to the team that, you know, was able to do that. And then once we were able to kind of get to the, you know, all right, we're kind of working, then we could go back and, and start looking at how can we make it better and, and do that sort of thing. And, and really our partners stepped up too. You talked about Flynn Lane and Lucky's, um, you know, Blackfoot Telephone, Charter, you know, Spectrum uh, Communications helped as well. And so they were able to, you know, a lot of ways put us to the front of the line to get connectivity because without connectivity, none of this works. And, and you know, I, I, I've said this before to others, but it, um, I don't know where we would have been 25 years ago in America because the technology didn't exist. You know, teams and SharePoint and the VPNs and the mobility that we have where most of these things um, could work. Um, we didn't have when I started my career. We would have we would have truly shut down, I think, or, or had people exposed to the virus, you know, working in the office. Absolutely. So we talk a lot about res resiliency in many areas of what we do in local government here and for the community. and. And there's an aspect of that with with uh, what you were able to and your team was able to adapt uh, to the COVID uh, virus with and, and also figure out um, uh, how we can be innovative in, in the midst of, of a crisis. Uh, so if there's, I guess, one silver lining or uh, of a very dark period that we've lived through, it seems like we've we figured out the ways in which technology can actually, beyond the pandemic, enhance public engagement, uh, enhance delivery of services to the public. Any other, I guess, lessons that you've learned that you think will uh, better position us to be resilient and deliver services to the public, even beyond this crisis or future crises that we're in? No, sure. I, th I think that's a great question and something I've given a lot of thought to. Um, you know, I think as, as uh, county employees, it's stretched our boundaries a little bit. You know, things um, were, you know, maybe we weren't as willing to embrace some of the tech that we even had, you know, fully. Um, I think it forced us to do that, even though it was probably painful at times. But um, I think it opened a lot of uh, minds on what could be possible with, with some of these technologies. You mentioned public engagement. I think about hybrid meetings, you know, folks that maybe want to come to a, a mm -hmm. public meeting with the Board of County Commissioners, but they live in Cedar Lake yeah. and they don't want to drive to Missoula, they can participate now. Did we do any of that a couple years ago? No, I, I don't no. think I mean, so. It was no. either in person or, or that was it. That yeah. was it. Maybe, maybe you could call in on the phone, I can't remember. Oh, but yeah. really, this, this crisis and your response mm -hmm. to it paved the way kind of for a new era. That no matter what happens, I can't imagine us ever getting away from hybrid meetings, given yeah. that we live in this really large county and people want to take part and maybe don't want to spend 45 minutes each way of driving back and forth. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a huge benefit. Yeah. Um, and I, I think it started the creative juices too. And some people like, yeah. oh, that I could use it this way. And I've seen that with our departments. You know, they, they come to me a lot with, with ideas and can we do this and can we do that to try and, you know, leverage this technology, things that they never would have considered before. So I, I think that's a benefit. Um, and I, I, I just see that growing, you know, more and more. 
Um, obviously, tech isn't the solution to everything, but it is a very powerful tool if used well. Sure. Um, I think space is another thing that that's that I see. You know, I, I'm heavily involved with space needs mm -hmm. with both technology and facilities and the physical the physical space. space. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we're always struggling for space at the county, yeah. and I know other organizations do as well. But you know, can we can we do that better? Can we use flex space where we have more um, generic stations that maybe people work at home a couple days a week and then they come in and the other person's at home and you know so I think there's a lot of uh, good possibilities there that we can just and and with the mobile technology you just come in plug your machine yeah. in you work for the day you take it home and, and you're good to go and you're um, I think it helps childcare your kid gets sick well I'm not sick I just need to right. stay home and take care of them and give them soup and water and, yeah. and whatever and uh, but I yeah, I can still be productive, you know, by having to do that. So I think that's changed a little bit too, where maybe a lot of folks just weren't productive for that day because they had to had to stay at home. Sure. So sure. I see our all community council meetings as a great leap forward when we have these separate community councils in different parts of the county that once a month all get together. Yeah. Online. No, absolutely. There are members of our community who either find it inconvenient, have to work during a certain period of time of the day or just live so distant from Missoula that it makes it difficult to get in here for our meetings, whereas they can they can do it remotely. It, it engages a, a whole new, yeah, a new option, a whole new demographic. Yeah. So on the, the dark side of all this, it does, it does seem that with all of this work happening virtually, we may be a bit more vulnerable in terms of cybersecurity. Mm -hmm. Your thoughts on cybersecurity generally? Yeah, you know, I, I, uh, I come from a financial services background, uh, you know, prior to my county life. So, um, you know, cybersecurity was a big part of what we did. It was, you know, the beat into us, so to speak. And, um, and it, it, it did create new challenges because we kind of went from that idea where everybody is, you know, we layer our security, you know, so you got multiple walls, you got a moat and you got walls, you got spikes and things. <laughs> it's pretty safe inside the network. Right. Not perfectly safe, pretty safe. But now we've spread that out yeah. you know and everybody well, i don't know what's on their network at home i mean do they have a, a refrigerator that's compromised by bad guys it happens internet of things they call that yeah. um my refrigerator know. is compromised by mold sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> do, but it's true or you know whatever and and so I, I i don't have control of those environments and so how do we keep people safe and keep them from bringing something back into our environment yeah. and so um I mean, again, I think a lot of things we are already doing, we have really good technology. Um, we do a lot of time on cybersecurity awareness training, which I think is key. No matter how good the tech is, um, you know, we're still human, we make mistakes and we, we can overcome, you know, even the best tech. And, and I'm not immune to it. I mean, IT people do it as well. So I think awareness and, you know, people grumble a little bit. I have to do that again. But yes, it's it's a good thing because I think keeping it top of mind is key. Mm -hmm. um, we certainly did some additional investments. We leveraged CARES Act money uh, to make some some investments. So that was a good use of that money where we were we beefed up the security at the endpoint. So you know that laptop, for instance, is now no longer behind all these other barriers. So it has to do a lot more of that itself. Um, and so we were able to beef that up, have better visibility. Um, we engaged with some additional services, so outside vendors to help us keep our finger on what's going on on a 24-7 basis, which you know my staff you know, really can't do. And that's proven useful too. We get alerts and we actually have analysts that call us that are watching that all day, every day. And if they see something suspicious, 
they can jump on it right away. And so I think that was a good investment there. So I guess broadening the lens out to the, the broader community out here, we've t been talking a bit about uh, security measures, cybersecurity measures for Missoula County government. If you're a private business owner or, or a citizen who uses uh, the internet technology, any advice? Uh, because I know on my own personal email account, I just get a ton of yeah. of spam and mm -hmm. um, and bogus emails on a daily basis. Some of which look legit until you you poke around a little deeper. But just any general uh, words of wisdom? Sure, absolutely. Um, you know, I think a lot of the same things apply, whether it's personal or or corporate environment, an enterprise environment like we have. Um, you know, good endpoint security products, you know, on your computer, whether it's a Mac, a PC, um, keep those up to date. It's really easy to let them expire and forget yeah. about them. Um, absolutely vital. And they're just getting better and better over time. They protect you from ransomware. Um, they protect you from things like somebody looking at you through your camera on your laptop. That happens. That happens. Know, that's the thing. Yeah. Um, they have protections for that. They'll filter your email. All of those things are important. Um, I, of course, awareness, you know, take your time when you're looking at all that, those emails that are coming in that look legit, like, take a look at it. I mean, maybe hover over the links a little bit. Is, is that really going to Bank of America or Apple or, no, it's not. I'm not going to click that. Um, backups, I think backups are something that's overlooked a lot by individuals is, you know, you have your pictures and your financial files and all those things on your laptop or your phone, back it up to the cloud preferably so one it protects you from natural disasters your house burns down whatever that can be devastating but at least you don't lose all your stuff that's irreplaceable but if you are compromised like ransomware your computer's locked up that's okay we can wipe it and you still have your data safe you know it's separate from you know your environment so it, it's really simple things it's just slowing down paying attention and, and being aware, I think, is, is probably the key advice. You know, that's, that's great that's, advice. Yeah. So one last question for you. All right. Technology and the future are kind of embedded and we think of change over time. It's always, well, what changed in terms of technology? So if you were gonna look into the future a little bit, what do you what do you see? Um, well, you know, you hear a lot about AI, that's kind of a general yeah. term, artificial intelligence. I, I think it's probably more accurate to call it machine learning. Mm -hmm. um, it's probably a little more. And, and True AI, I don't know, will ever be a thing. Is it self-aware? But what they have figured out ways to write software to where if you feed it enough information, it can start learning. And I think you're going to see a lot more of that to where uh, machines can start making basic decisions and um, doing more than just straight input-output sort of things. So I think you're going to see a lot of growth in that. Um, I, you know, we have to be careful with it. I think mm -hmm. something like that could get out of hand and you read the sci-fi stuff, yeah, right, right, you know, right. Terminators take over the world. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's the case, but you know, I think it's something we have to be careful with. Um, you certainly see cloud computing and again, it's a general term, but basically cloud means someone else's computer, someone else's hard drive. That's really all cloud is. Yeah. So. I always thought cloud sounds really great when really it's a storage container in Elko, Nevada. It, <laughs> it is. doesn't sound nearly as <laughs> No, it doesn't. You can't market that, yeah. but. Um, we're, I know we're certainly leverage that and the, and the benefits of it is um, trying to invest and build that infrastructure, you know, everybody doing it themselves. Uh, it's very difficult and expensive and, and sometimes you just don't have the expertise or the financial resource to do it. So what cloud does is it allows, you know, some of these providers to build all that out and then you get that economy of scale. Sure. And, and really it helped us with the pandemic too. I mean, you mm. think about our email platforms and SharePoint, they all lived in the cloud. That's great. And so people could 
they just need an internet connection and they can work mm -hmm. from anywhere. So you can see discontinued massive growth, you know, along those lines. Um, you know, more portable technology, you know, you look at you know, a smartwatch yeah. and the right. things that those are going to be able to do. Um, you know, it's going to disconnect us from that uh, institutional sit at your workstation idea. So I think you're going to see a lot of development there. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks, thanks so much, thanks Jason. Ton, Jason. Oh, thank you for having me. And I guess before we leave, it goes without saying, we are still in the midst of a global pandemic and, and yeah. things are not good, folks. Uh, our hospitals are stuffed full of folks, sick folks who are not vaccinated primarily. And uh, I guess I, I would just want, want to end by encouraging folks to get vaccinated if you haven't already. We, we mentioned uh, we have the facilities here in Missoula County at Lucky's Market and, and probably other places also where folks can get vaccinated. So uh, be safe. Take care of yourself. We'll see you at the next edition of Tip of the Spear. Thanks. Thank you.